Welcome to the Do Life and a Body You Love podcast. I'm Nikki O'Day, and we are going to talk about any and every topic that will get you showing up bigger and bolder in your life. Weight loss, relationships, mindset, it's all on the table. It may not come out real PC, but if you're sick of motivational rah-rah talks that don't lead to any real change in your life, then you're in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Oh my goodness, it is already 2022. How did we get here so fast? I do not know. But being that it's the turn of the year, I'm certain that many of you are going to be focused on a weight loss goal or at least a health goal of some kind. And one thing that I know after coaching hundreds of women on a weight loss journey is it's all about your mindset. Like everything starts or dies in your mind. And so I'm going to give you some very actionable things that you can take away from today's episode and put in place so that you are not falling off the horse, so to speak, before January even ends. Okay. And before we get to that, I just want to make a quick announcement. And that is to let you know that I will be hosting a free five-day nutrition reset that is going to start on January 10th. That is available to any woman who wants to participate. And these challenges are super fun. The last time I did this uh, was a few months ago. And on average, the women in the group in those five days lost three to six pounds, um, but walked away with some really valuable tools that they could take moving forward, because obviously five days is just to kind of get you started. Um, But we're going to go over lots and lots of good material. You're going to get recipes, all kinds of things. And again, that is free. And if you want to sign up for that, I will put the link in the show notes. You can also find that in the group Simplified Fat Loss. So if you're interested in that, I would hurry up and grab your spot so that you can get access to the guide that comes with it right away and start your planning. But enough of that, let's jump in with today's stuff. We are going to go over three mindset shifts that you have to make if you're going to keep weight off your body. Not just lose it, but if you're going to keep it off, you've got to master these three things. So the first one is mastering delayed gratification. So our brains are not naturally good at delaying gratification, okay? We're not built that way. (laughs) And this comes into being an issue when it comes to our health and our weight loss because most of the things that you're going to do that are going to impact your weight and your health, they don't show up right away. There's not an immediate connection to the action and the outcome. I mean, you may have to smoke cigarettes for 30 years before you wreck your lungs, right? You may have to eat terribly and be very sedentary for 10 years before your body finally starts putting on weight, depending on your genes. So there's not always this immediate uh, reaction that we see happening. And so it's very hard to stick with the plan if we're not seeing the results that we want right away. There's so many memes about this, right? Like, okay, I ate a salad for lunch today and the scale didn't go down. I knew this wouldn't work, right? Like we're all, we all kind of have that mindset and you are not broken, Okay, that is our brains by design are wired to behave in a way or to invoke behaviors from us that give us an immediate gratification. So when we eat our feelings, what are we really going for there? 
We're not thinking down the road to what this is doing to our health. In that moment, we want comfort. And so we go for something of comfort. So when we're looking at our behavior and our habits and things like that, we get very judgy of ourselves and we think, well, why am I doing these things that I know are not going to get me to my goal? These things aren't serving me. When the truth is, that all of those bad habits that we have, they are serving us, just not in the way that we want them to long-term. They're serving us in the immediate, right? They're providing something of benefit to us. And by the way, our brains are wired um, for survival, okay? Not for us to thrive and have these ideal, beautiful lives. Our brains are designed for us to survive. And so what has that historically always meant? Well, it's conserving energy, right? We haven't always had an abundance of food. So old school humans were always seeking more means of food. And contrary to popular belief, they weren't always moving around. They were because they had to go hunt and gather their food and things like that. But aside from seeking out food, there would have been a lot of laying around and trying to conserve energy. And we live in a very opposite situation here, right? We have an abundance of food. For crying out loud, you don't even have to leave your house to get food anymore. It just shows up at your porch. Some dude in an Uber car just like brings it right to you. We have access in crazy levels that has never been seen before. And then we have to make ourselves work out because we have these sedentary jobs and we're not wasting energy by seeking out food. And so your brain is wired to take in the most calories that it can, and spend the least amount, okay? So you are not broken, but there is an art of delaying gratification. And when you can learn this, it will serve you in multiple areas of your life. So we all do this to a certain degree. We don't all just run around and do whatever we want, right? We have society rules that we all follow and things like that. Well, think of this as kind of taking that to the next level, okay? You don't just run around and do whatever you want all the time uh, because that would get us into some trouble, right? And so now the next level of that is delaying your own gratification. Don't do what feels good in the moment, thinking long term to what's going to get you to where you want to be. And this takes a lot of practice. And it's okay if you don't have this mastered. If everybody had this mastered, then none of us would be overweight, right? But we don't, or none of us would be in debt, but we are. And so this isn't a you problem. This is just our brains are not wired for the way that our society is currently set up, okay? But there's things that we can do and there's things we must do if we're going to get past this. And so how do we practice delayed gratification? Well, one is just being very clear on what your goals are and actually stopping and thinking about it. Because if you're going through the motions of life, you're going to gravitate towards doing the things that you've always done because that's familiar and comfortable. You're going to gravitate towards doing things that bring you pleasure in the moment, which may be sitting around and watching television and eating Doritos instead of making a salad and going to the gym or (laughs) whatever. And so just having what you want front and center in your mind is going to help a lot. And so setting time aside each week to check in with yourself and to check in with your goals and go, okay, 
my behavior this week, my behavior this month? Did Was this leading me towards my goals? Yes or no? How can I adjust? Um, but then some more immediate actions that you can take. There's two that I wanted to share with you today. One is instead of telling yourself that you cannot have something, so let's say that you're trying to stop drinking soda or you're trying to stop snacking at night or whatever the thing is. We're going to use um, drinking pop just for an example. So you're trying to stop drinking pop. Instead of telling yourself that you cannot have it, tell yourself, not right now. This sounds so basic and so stupid that you will not even believe me that it works, but trust me, what is true of most humans? We want what we can't have, right? And so the minute that you tell yourself that you can't have something, you are going to nonstop think about it. It's going to be all you think about. If you say, I can't have pop, then you are going to think about pop all day long. If you tell yourself, I'm not having it right now. It's amazing how you can then move on with your day and put it out of your mind. Now, does it work all the time like magic? No, but it works like crazy good, you guys. Gotta try this. And in most instances, not right now is actually a more accurate statement. It's not that you are never going to have a soda again or you are never going to have ice cream again, or whatever the thing is that's taunting you in the moment while you're trying to lose weight. It's not that you're never going to have that thing ever again. Um, I mean, I certainly don't eat perfectly, and I don't teach the women that I'm coaching to eat perfectly either, Um, but it's just that it's it's not helping you get to your goal in this moment, and so in this moment, you don't want to have it. I'm just not having it right now. It's not that I can't. It's that it's not serving me. And so I'm just not going to have it right now. So give that one a shot. And then the second little trick that I wanted to share with you guys is what I call the take 10 rule. So if you are having this moment of crisis where you just really want to go smash that bag of chips or whatever it is, uh, instead of succumbing to this, It's kind of like the not now rule, but with a couple of more steps. So again, you're not going to say, I can't have it. You're going to say, okay, not right now. I'm going to give myself 10 minutes. Go drink some water because sometimes we do confuse thirst with hunger. um, And sometimes we're just bored. So there can be multiple things going on, right? And so instead of just trying to figure out what it is, you can kind of hammer it out with these few steps. Not right now. Go drink some water. Tell yourself you have to wait at least 10 minutes and then go occupy your mind with something because a lot of times we're eating out of boredom, anxiety, stress. It could be anything. And so if you go occupy your mind, a lot of times that craving will pass. Um, You know, we're we're taught that if we're craving something, the craving is just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And that's not actually true. A lot of times you can get yourself over the hump. And so go call your mom, go text a friend, go start reading a book or working on a project that you've been wanting to work on or get up and do the dishes, like literally anything to avoid just sitting there and dwelling on that thing that you really want to have. Okay. So those are the tips for delayed gratification. I hope that those help. And the next mindset shift that you have to make is taking responsibility for your own journey. 
So basically owning your shit, girl, owning your shit. Um, a lot of times when we're struggling to lose weight or we're struggling with, with anything really, we have a lot of what we see as valid reasons why we're not accomplishing what we're accomplishing. And at the end of the day, most of the time, those things are not true. They're just basically excuses that we're telling ourselves. Or we pass the blame onto somebody else why we're not accomplishing what we want to accomplish. And the reality is that we are all capable of getting to a healthier weight. Now, we may not all get to the same weight and we all have different body types, but everybody can take their health to another level, okay? Just what degree of health we're going to achieve may be different, but we can all make improvements and it is completely up to us to make those improvements. And this can be a difficult thing because a lot of the things that we tell ourselves, a lot of the reasons that we are being held back, they really are obstacles in our life. It's not that they're completely made up. It's just that those things can't actually prevent us from getting what we want. So a really good, for instance, I hear this from a lot of women that I work with is, yes, but my 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 husband isn't supportive. I want to lose weight, but the people in my house don't want to eat good and, and they bring junk food in the house. And it's like, okay, it would be really great if you were doing it together. Sure, it would be easier. But are the other humans in your household not wanting to eat healthy? Is that really a line in the sand that you can't overcome? Like, my husband did not start on a weight loss journey with me eight years ago when I started. I was on a solo mission. But at the end of the day, I'm responsible for the food that goes in my face and if I move my body and nobody else is responsible for that, right? And so we have to really take ownership of our journey. And taking ownership of it does not mean that you have to be on a solo mission. That's not what I mean by that. So Building a healthy tribe of like surrounding yourself with other people who are on a similar journey, that is smart because we are social humans. I'm just saying it doesn't need to be your spouse or it doesn't need to be your best friend. You can surround yourself with other people or you get a coach or something like that. But even even if you hire a coach, that person is a guide for you. They're a mentor for you. They're giving you a shortcut to getting where you want to be because they're providing you with knowledge and skills that would take you a very long time to learn on your own. But the coach is not doing the work for you. You still are doing the work. There's no product that's going to do the work for you. There's no magic pill or potion that's going to get the job done for you. Trust me, I've seen it all. I've worked in this industry for a while. I've used a lot of these products myself. And what do things like that do? They decrease your hunger while you're taking them so you eat less food but it didn't teach you anything about habits and it didn't teach you anything about how to actually eat to fuel your body and so when you come off of those products you put the weight back on so there's no magical person there's no magical product there there's nothing like that that's going to get the job done for you there are tools you can use to aid you on your journey and sometimes those tools are very smart to use. So I'm not discrediting those things, but we still got to own it. And so here's your action step for this one. If you think that this might be an issue for you, what you're going to do is you're going to write down your excuses. What are the stories you've been telling yourself that are keeping you stuck? Do you say, 
it's I'm just genetically designed to put weight on. Do you say things like, well, I want to lose weight, but I don't have any willpower? Do you say things like, I want to lose weight, but nobody in my house is eating healthy? Like, what are those things that you've been telling yourself? And then once you have identified what those are, you reframe those things. So instead of, I'm just going to get bigger as I age like my mom did, you say, hey, maybe I have to change what I'm doing as I age to keep the weight off, but I can totally do this. You get the point. You're just basically taking that that thing that you've been telling yourself, that story that is not true, by the way, and you're finding a way to overcome that and you're changing the story that you're telling yourself so that you are taking total responsibility for your journey. Okay, now the last one, I saved the best for last because I think this one affects pretty much everybody and that is getting rid of your all or nothing thinking. I mean, this is basically a form of perfectionism and even people who don't view themselves as perfectionists, for some reason, most people still fall into this trap when it comes to their health and their weight. And so tell me if you can relate to this. Like, your weight loss plan has to be perfect or you're not going to do it, right? Like it's got to be a very aggressive diet or else you think that it's not going to work. Or you think if you don't have time to go to the gym five days a week, then there's no point in going. Or you think if I don't have time to go to the gym, there's no point in eating healthy because you think you have to do both of them. Or here's a really common one. You have a cookie, Okay, you're on a diet and you have a cookie. And then you think, well, I already ruined the whole day. So then you just binge for the rest of the day and you're like, I'll start over tomorrow. As if at midnight, the calorie gods just reset everything that you've done and you start fresh. Or it turns into a whole weekend, right? It's it's Thursday and you blew it at dinner time so you're like oh whatever i'll just i'll just restart on monday and then it turns into this whole weekend long binge and so this is this all or nothing thinking that we all fall into it it's kind of difficult to break it but once you're aware that you do it it's a much easier because here's the reality your weight loss is going to be a cumulative effort it is not that something magical happens at the reset of a day or the reset of a Monday or a new month, everything that you're doing to your body day in and day out has a cumulative effect. And so it doesn't mean that we have to be perfect, but it's that each action that you take is casting a vote. Is this action going to lead to weight gain or weight loss? And those those little piles, if you will, of of activities that you're taking, if you had a little token for each action that you were taking and you toss it in one of these piles, they're going to build up over time. That's the result that you get. And so this all or nothing thinking super sabotages us because if you just ate the one cookie, it probably wouldn't have been that big of a deal, right? But because you ate the cookie and then you binged at dinner and then you had a bunch of snacks at night, you went way overboard and that doesn't just go away the next day but we tell ourselves well i'll just start over tomorrow we are carrying yesterday's behavior into today's body right and so it's a really ineffective way for us to view 
our weight and our in our journey. Like we might do really well for three days. And then because we had one tiny little Snickers bar, we decide to just blow it for the rest of the day or the next three days. I mean, if you go on a weekend long bender, you've pretty much undone a lot of the good work that you put in during the week. It would have been better to just have that one little treat and not let it derail you. But when we think we have to be perfect, we fail all the time. Because the truth is, nobody is perfect. I know chicks with some banging bodies, like six packs. These chicks are in shape. Guess what? They eat ice cream. They just probably aren't eating it as often as the rest of us, right? So nobody eats perfectly. And if that's the expectation that you put on yourself, you're going to quit all the time because you're always going to feel like you're failing. And we don't continue to do things if we feel like we're failing at them. We just don't. Who's going to do that? If you think that you're failing all the time, then you quit. And then you tell yourself that your excuse was true. So if your excuse is, I don't have enough willpower, then the first time that you have a little treat that's off plan, you use that as an example to prove that lie to yourself. You go, aha, see, I ate the cookie. I ate the piece of pie. I knew I couldn't do this. I don't have the willpower. When the truth is, everybody slips up sometimes and it's no big deal and you just have to get right back on the horse. It's only when those little snacks that we have, those little cheats, if you want to call them that, I really hate that term. Maybe I'll do a whole episode about that. Um, But it's when we have those little things happen and we let it just deflate our our whole goal. We're just like, oh, forget it. I couldn't do it. That is where that perfectionist thinking completely tricks us out of having what we really want. Like if you really want to take back control of your body in 2022, if that is high on your to-do list, you can absolutely do it. You totally can. But your journey is not going to be perfect. And that's okay because nobody's is. Don't let the fact that it's not perfect stop you from getting where you want to be. That's setting yourself up for something that's unachievable. It is unachievable to be perfect. And if you think that you have to be perfect to get this job done, you'll never get there. So work in terms of worst, better, best instead of trying to be perfect. Is my action today better than it was yesterday? Is my action today better than it would have been a year ago? Because every incremental improvement that you make, if you do it over time, it's going to get you results. It really, really will. Your your plan doesn't have to be grandiose and it doesn't have to be perfect. You just got to start moving the needle in the right direction. So the action step for this mindset shift is to kind of sit back and think about when are some times where you've done this? Oh my gosh, I've done it so many times, you guys. So many times. And I used to sabotage myself before I'd even start my diets. I would be like, okay, I'm starting a diet on Monday. And so I'm going out for my last supper is what I would call it. And I would be like, take me to the Chinese buffet so I can just pig out before I start the stupid diet. And then my idea of dieting was so strict that I would stick to it for like a week. And then I would come off of it. And then I would binge again. So it was like one week of eating not enough food, but bookend on two binges. And that doesn't get you anywhere, right? So think back to your own previous times of trying to lose weight. And where did this perfectionist or this all or nothing mentality, 
where did that kind of throw you off the rails? Just seeing your own behavior in this light can help you not do it in the future. So to recap, uh, the three mindset shifts that you've got to make are number one, learning to delay gratification and not just be in the moment. Number two is taking responsibility for your journey. Get help where help is needed for sure, but own it. And then number three is letting go of that all or nothing thinking. So I hope that this helps, gives you some food for thought. Um, I would love to hear if you try any of these or maybe you've already tried these in the past. Pop in that simplified fat loss group and let me know. Or if you have other activities that you've done that have helped you with some of these mindset things, pop in there and let me know. And I hope to see you in the five-day challenge that is starting on January 10th. Thanks for tuning in. It is my mission to give women back the confidence that they need to show up bigger in their lives. Right now, the world more than ever needs women who are on fire and living their purpose. If you want to join me in this mission, there's a few things you can do. One, you can share this podcast with the women in your circle. Two, you can join me in my Facebook group, Simplified Fat Loss, or you can subscribe to my newsletter at NikkiOday.com. 